Earlier this month, one of you came up to me to say, today is the 20th anniversary of my first visit to St. James. 20 years ago today, I came to the United States and I went straight to St. James and I've never left. How about that 20 years? Well worth celebrating. And our own Canon Jim Buenamani and our own Father John Kim, they've both been here for over a quarter century, incredible for such two young men. And others among you, reward, comfort, came here in the 1970s and have been here ever since, many others as well. I came here four joy-filled years ago. Father John came three years ago. Reverend Susan, a little over one year ago. And whether we belong to St. James for a quarter of a century, or, or even if this is our very first visit. What a blessing it is to call this place home. We're speaking of home, but let's take a step back and ask a question first. My question for you is, where is your home? Some of you might say Century City, Studio City, Koreatown, Hancock Park. Others might say, well, I come from the East Coast and my real home is New Jersey or Georgia. California is great, but for me, Pittsburgh is always home, like that. And maybe your real home is a very specific place, like for, for my sister and myself, the the home of our grandparents where we spent so much of our childhood. And in fact, the home of our grandparents, they originally came from North Carolina. We scarcely visited that place, but it feels to us like a homeland. Others might say home is anywhere as long as I'm with my family. Army kids say that, and others of us who moved around from place to place all through childhood. People, not places, were the constant. So, all that being said, where is your home? You know, over 2,600 years ago, the Babylonians took many of the people of Judah, Judah was the southern kingdom of Israel, and carried them off to Babylon in captivity. They focused on the elite especially, brought them to Babylon far, far away from their home. These Judeans lost their whole world, becoming exiles in a foreign land. And in this story, we're told that God allowed this deportation to happen because the Judeans had not been listening to God. They'd been worshiping many gods, idols, instead. So the Judeans found themselves far from home, strangers in a strange land. And we can imagine the, the misery and the loss that they felt. It must have felt to them truly like a punishment. Has being far from home ever felt to you like a punishment too? Have you ever experienced a desperate yearning for home? 
I have. And lately we're experiencing another kind of exile. People have said recently, the world doesn't feel the same to me anymore, anymore sort of post-pandemic. It feels different. Everyone is a little different. Does life post-pandemic feel different to you? If so, some differences might be improvements. We're more aware now of, of unfair economics and unfair systems of racism. But other changes are hard, like the widening political divide. We know what it feels like to be home and not quite home. And of course, so many people in Los Angeles have no home. Exiles in their own city, and we witness the constant tragedy of homelessness every day. Back to the Judeans, yearning for home, dreaming of when they'd be allowed to go back to Judah. When will it be? When will it be? They receive a letter from the prophet Jeremiah with strange news goes like this. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply. Do not decrease. Why in the world would Jeremiah give these exiles these instructions? They must have wondered, does this mean we're never going to get to go home? Are we being punished more? Think for a minute about a time when you were far from home. It might have been when you moved here to the United States. Or it might have been when you moved from the U.S. to another country before it became home. Those first weeks, how were they for you? Did you feel uncertain and lost? I know that I did. Like the Judeans in Babylon, most of us have had a lonely fish-out-of-water experience at some point in our lives, and coupled with that, a powerful yearning for home. Those poor Judeans. But maybe God didn't care about punishing the Judeans so much as God wanted those Judeans to start to, to grow as human beings, to grow up in the faith. Because there were things that they needed to learn. And we do learn a lot when we're far from home. In this story, God helps the Judeans come to see that they could actually be home anywhere with God. Even in a foreign land, even far from the temple in Jerusalem, they could worship God and make a life closeness to God, not some geographical birthright, but a state of being. So. If loving God is portable, a state of being accessible to us anywhere, anytime, then 
anywhere we are, we are still with God. Like Paul in the jail cell, you heard this morning in his letter to Timothy 600 years after the Judeans trapped in Babylon, Paul is telling his friends, Jesus Christ, that's my gospel for which I suffer hardship, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. Therefore, he says, I endure everything because if we have died with him, we will also live with him. For Paul, believing in Christ means we never, ever again are truly alone. So what did you learn when you lived like an exile in a new place even as you yearned for home? Maybe you learned to lean on God more and open your heart to God more and, and to trust God in a much deeper way because you had to, to survive. Jeremiah tells the Judeans to accept their new home in Babylon. He says, seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on their behalf. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. And isn't that the best feeling when, when you, you're in another place, another country, another city far from home, and you start to let go of some of that yearning for home, and you start treating the new place, the new city, the new country like your own? At that moment when we allow that new place to be home too, like another mother to us, another homeland. A monk I admire puts it really well. He says, to be truly alive, to be fully human and completely awake, which is what we want, <laughs> is to be continually thrown out of the nest. Thrown out of the nest so we can keep making new ones. Makes us alive. So in the beginning, I asked you where is your home? And now I'm asking, on the deepest level that you can feel and imagine, where is your home? Martin Luther, back in the 16th century, suggested that we're never really home at all when we're here on earth, but just passing through. He wrote, we should look upon this life as a stranger and a pilgrim looks upon a land in which he is a stranger and a guest who knows he must depart this strange land and this unsafe inn bound for our true homeland where there is nothing but security, peace, rest, and joy forevermore. He's saying our true homeland with God. But why wait? <laughs> I think we can anticipate a true homeland with God in the time to come and still be fully present and engaged and alive and committed to life with God, aliveness during our life on earth, which God has given us. 
Jeremiah tells those Judeans, have children, have grandchildren, plant crops. Martin Luther, father of five, was said to have had a wonderful family life. And at the same time, we can recognize that this is but one phase of our eternal life because eternity is all time, including now. Eternal life is underway and ongoing. And I love the way poet John O'Donohue puts it. He says, eternity now is pure presence, pure belonging. When you are in the eternal, you are outside of nothing, you are within everything, you're enjoying the fullest participation, there is no more separation. Hear that? That is what God wants for us. Full participation and no separation. No more separation from one another. And no more separation from God. Now or in the time to come. So, so let's stay aware of God in every step we take in our lives on earth, no matter where we travel, where we live, because that's home. In this and every moment of your life with God, welcome home. Amen.